This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, man. I love niggas. Because white people don't do this. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I've never seen an Asian wish a nigga happy G-Day, bro. I've never even seen an Asian in real life. <laughs> I don't fucking... They, they may or may not exist yo, in real life. <laughs> I've definitely never seen one say happy birthday. Yo, uh, I've never even seen an Asian. <laughs> ever seen that? Nigga, this is a wild way to start the pot. Yo. Ever seen an Asian at a, at a gas station? No, they don't get gas. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? Somebody said that to me recently, and I was like, huh? And then I'm like, nah, I've never seen it. I remember being in a... Uh, a person of Asian descent. I say it like that because yeah. it sounds less... Harsh. Stop Asian yeah. hate. <laughs> I remember driving through. Um, I had missed my flight to Toronto, and I had to drive. And the route that it took me through, kind of passed through like like a reservation or some shit, or like an air. And I saw like a Native Why American. Why is that funny, bro? I seen like a real life like Native American Indian, bro. It threw my whole life because I was like. Oh, they still got you. Oh, y'all still make these? <laughs> so I think I already are. Nah. It might have been AI, though. It could be. American Indian. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Artificial <laughs> Indian. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I love, oh, shit, I am. No, he's not an artificial Indian, my nigga. That's what I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just riffing. Okay. <laughs> Spitballing. I'm what is we on? <laughs> Freestyling. Oh, shit. I love Yo, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday, bro, bro. Hey, yo, bro. Happy birthday, yo. Happy G-Day, yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> what you mean? Happy G-Day. I mean, G-Day. What is Trey talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? Bro, happy slat day. Like, <laughs> why, Trey? What are you trying to say? Bro, I don't know what you're happy trying to say. Happy slam like. day, bro. <laughs> bro. More <laughs> life, yo. More life. Come on, y'all. Bro, happy G. Like, just say it, bro. It's okay. <laughs> like, nobody's gonna call you lame. Just say it. Come on, you can you say it. Like, Come on. Happy Thug Day. Try it. <laughs> just stop. Just say it, bro, say it. Yo, somebody open up the window, bro, it's yo. It's not that deep. It's I just a word. Thing. Say it. You can do it. Happy you day, yo. Like, oh, my it's God. It's not that hard, bro. Happy you Come day. on. Bro, it's just a word. Say it. Happy born day, yo. Bro, why is he here? <laughs> Yo, happy 365 days solar return, my nigga. Hold up, man. Nah, nah. Well, happy Earth Day, my nigga. It's my dog birthday, man. We gotta we gotta go in a little bit. Fuck that. Uh get this shit started, yo. Happy solar return. Yo, I fucking hate solar return because it doesn't make sense, man. <laughs> like, let's get into it, man. I already know we're gonna do this for my dog. We're gonna do this for my dog. <laughs> What's so funny is me and the homies wrapped up with this shit years ago Man. and murdered this shit. Man, I'm gonna find it one day. Oh, we opening up a 
pile with the freestyle. Uh, uh, uh. Now let's get it all in perspective. Oh. All y'all enjoyment, a song y'all can step with. Y'all appointed me to bring rap justice, but I ain't 5 Y'all know it's Nigel. Yo. Grey Goose and a whole lot of hydro. Only describers as soldier survivors. Stay laced in the best, well dressed with finesse in the white tee. Looking for white meat. Thug girl who fly and talk so nicely. Put her in the cool so she can feel the nice breeze. We can drive through the city, no doubt, but don't say my car's topless. Say the tennis is out. Newness, here's the anthem. Put your hand up that you shoot with, count your loot with. Push the poop stick in your new crib, same hand that you hook with. Swing around like you stupid. Come on. King of the town, yeah, yeah. I've been that. You know I click clack where you and your men's at. Do a smurf through the wop baseball bat. Rooftop like we bring an 82 back. Oh, all made you look. You a slave to a page in my rhyme book. You about to get this shit big money, playboy, your time's up. Where them gangsters, where the pounds at? Oh, nah, shit. nigga, we, we giving you out all them Nas joints. Yeah. Get my nigga birthday right. Yo, niggas be hating on yo, this song. This shit was so fire back in the day, bro. This fire now. Like, I need this at the pool party right now. Yo, what was a. Of course, the big nigga, yeah. that nigga verse was wild. You know he married to uh, uh oh girl from um, Heather B. Oh shit, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh wow. Getting it on in the morning. In the bankroll. Sort of like the game show. Who wants to be a millionaire? But my name ain't Regis. Nah, the one they call when they want that thing beat up. Honey's for bodies, be brave hearts, guns in the party. Waves, braids, baldies, trademarks, the army. Is that horse? It must be. Yeah, That's wild, bro. That make me look at Heather B. Heather B. is an MC. That's a fact. Heather B. a legend. Heather B. used to look like Jay Z. We gonna we gonna switch it up a little bit, but you gotta know Jay to respect it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. You gotta fuck with with my dog to appreciate it. You know. Whatever the fuck they want, I don't get to say shit. Just grab me, just do what the fuck they want. Sell me, throw me away. Niggas just don't give a fuck about a nigga like me, right? Like I'm a a, a, a gun. gun. (laughs) (laughs) He had to tell niggas just in case they was gonna get it. (laughs) That was his belly audition, (laughs) (laughs) nigga. Same tone. Mm. Staples, uh, so I sing this song to this day. Did this over This is the last one, man. This really, this, this for my dog, but this really for me too. Let me see what this is. This, this my shit. This my shit, and you gotta know it. Come on. Alright, you know what I'm saying? 
And I started to, you know what I started to do today, but I, I, I didn't, I ain't do it enough time. I started to bring all the gold out, but I, I didn't take it to. Uh, I was at the mall yesterday, and I went past MJ Diamonds. I'm like, yo, this is where I used to get all my jewelry cleaned and shit. At. I'm gonna bring all the gold out. Man, hey, let's get together, dog. Hey, I remember. <laughs> I remember singing this shit in church. <laughs> Tell me back like you owe your tax. Oh man. Hey, what's your price? Y'all owe my dog back for his birthday. Like 40 acres to blacks. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 305. It's time to get live. This week in culture, I'm your host, Ant Wood, aka Trinidad, and aka one half of the culture. And I got my brother with me, the birthday guy. Happy birthday to my brother, Jay Johnson. What up, though? Man, I appreciate you, man. I know what you're thinking. Finally. Daddy's spending time with me. But listen, man. Now put my arms up on that. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that's the original from, I uh, know. from the guy, uh, <laughs> Matt Hoffa. But we, we took his shit and uh, kind of freaked it to ourselves. 41 man. years of greatness. What's popping? 40 fucking one, man. Um, this couple niggas hit me. They seen your tweet. Yo, tweet, whatever. They was like, this nigga's not 41. <laughs> like, y'all niggas literally don't listen to the pod. We talk about shit all the yeah, time. Man. Like, niggas is grown, man. How you feeling, bro? Man, I, I feel good now. Yeah. You feel me? I woke man. up this morning. And A little rough. I was not in the, uh, yeah. I was not all there. Yeah, I was with room, you. Room was spinning. You feel me? Uh, it's a lot happening last night, man. Yeah, and shout out to... It was a lot of happened. A lot, man. A lot of happened last night. Uh, rest in peace to those who who didn't make it. Man, unfortunately. man, it's a lot of shootings last night. Shit, last night and Friday, bro. Yeah, and um, like literally one directly across from where we from were where we at. was at. Yep. Like, uh, yep. So yeah, that's crazy. Shit, it was um right when I came down here. It's some shit going on right off uh off the Grand River exit by Motor City. Um. Nigga, it was like 17 cop cars flying off the exit, bro. Like, I don't, I, I, I know this, and I, and I, but it just ended up happening. But, like, this, the, yeah, the first hot weekend of the year, the shooters is out, yeah, and um, yeah. you know, stars in line, and we ended up downtown, but, but, you know, um, but oh, so this morning, I made it to the crib, yeah, like, the like the exact moment I touched the bed, I was out cold, you know what I'm saying, like. Dead to the world. Yeah. Woke up, phone blowing up. Umar needs to go out. Mm-hmm. So Naturally. took him outside slowly because my head was banging. I'm like, I'm not gonna do this today. Cause nah. I, I let me grab, let me take two a leave. You know what I'm saying? Took two a leave. Drank a big ass cup of water. I laid down for five minutes and then threw up all the water. <laughs> I've never <laughs> threw up ten ounces of water before. But I yes. damn. Yeah, so hey, I, I just went back to sleep until about 11 o'clock, 11, 11.30, I got up and was, like, feeling normal. Started responding to text messages and shit like that, man. But that's how you start a birthday, you yeah. know what I'm saying? When you when you wake up hungover, not feeling great, throwing up water, it's a good Crazy. fucking lean into your I birthday, definitely threw man. up in the bathroom, too, uh, <laughs> at La Casa. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it came out like it was normal. That's, that's, the, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Like but throwing up, once you throw up, you do feel like, all right, it's really time to get back. So it was a thing. Like every year, niggas would go out and they would just feed me drinks until I throw up. Like it was like a pastime and shit. I mean, Turk told us, yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't let people see it. I just go, boop boop, come back. Like, yeah, yeah. Ah, what's going on? And folks? you good, nigga? Yeah. We nothing to talk about here, yeah. dog. 
Hey man, well happy fucking birthday, man. You're getting a lot of love over on the socials. Yeah, I see. If y'all you, haven't um go hit my dog up if you listening to this and you haven't, man. Wish him a happy birthday. Um, yo, man, it's a really fucking big deal for the culture to be celebrating your birthday the same week that we celebrating the final snowfall episode. Yeah. Um it is the start this is solar return, nigga. Yeah. This is a solar return. Yeah. When you was born and snowfall ended. Nigga, come on, man. Yeah, 80s is a wild time. Karma, nigga. You know what I'm saying? The moon is all in that shit, bro. The stars is aligned, all that shit. And they we say, got a man. cool episode of, of Power this week. Oh, no, man. Power is um two straight episodes in a row for me that I've been like, yo, this was this was all right. Like, I, I'm not mad at this episode. Um, I don't know that they needed to go to Italy. Yeah. To do everything that they did this episode. Yeah. I feel like we could have kept that on the soil. But um at first I'm like, yo, this shit kinda random, but they really been talking about Italy for three episodes yeah. though. And I that mean company. They, they lined it up yeah. with uh with Tariq speaking Italian that one episode after he shot dog, they went into the restaurant, nigga didn't speak English, Tariq broke right into it. So I'm like, okay, and we we've spoken about like with Tariq background, that's not surprising. He knows another language or two. Yeah. Um. So it. I'm glad that they at least did something with it. But again, I don't think they needed to go there. But I'm not mad at it, man. It must they, be more important than we realize right now, though. It, it could be. be. It could be. It definitely could be something that comes back. Yeah. Yeah, man. But I'm. I'm interested to see exactly what the fuck goes on, man. We've been talking about this for the last uh, few weeks. But off top, who would you say was your MVP for the episode, man? So we had. Kane, we didn't have Braden. This episode, hmm. You know, hmm. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It was Lorenzo. Mm. Lorenzo, I thought, I looked, he was like acting this episode. Yeah. You know no, he saying? actually really, him and uh, Kane. Yeah. Him and Woody had some good scenes together this episode, for yeah. sure. Um, I think it was, I think it was, I think it was, uh, Jesus Christ! All right, I'm yeah. <laughs> Let me take uh, that out. Do your do your due diligence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Spend a little time. <laughs> <laughs> Spend a little time. Uh, this is yeah, man. So it was a. Uh, I thought that was a. I thought he he did a good job. Um, yo, they really making Tariq. Ghost, yeah. I mean the, the the episode. I mean the series is called Ghost. Yeah, yeah. It's for me. It's beginning to get a little uncomfortable. Yo, this nigga better apologize. That's and that's what I think. I'm uncomfortable until he acknowledges. You know what? Damn. Not only was I wrong, I'm exactly like this nigga, bro. Like, I'm really him. I spent all this time trying not to be him, and I'm actually really the fuck him, bro. Who you think Tasha is? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. Um, right now, Effie's looking like Tasha. Uh, and, and Tariq looked at Effie like Ghost has looked at Tasha before with complete disgust because, bitch, I do not want you. I thought I lost the love of my life, nigga. Watching this show and watching everybody except Tariq. Yeah. Age and look like adults. Yeah. But him he, really looked like a 12-year-old? Yeah. Nah, he can't... I mean, this is how you look. My yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, everybody else looked like an adult. And now it's like, yo, this look kind of weird. 
the girls you with and everything yeah. like because Effie, we've always thought Effie was attractive. Yeah, yeah. Very but beautiful like, woman. Yeah. I'm in my grown woman body type. She, and she her her style, the hairstyles, like everything with her feels she don't look a little like more a, mature. This sounds wild, but she don't look like a kid no more. Now she was this <laughs> gonna sound wild. We know she was a kid, but like on the show she was playing a kid. You feel me? Yeah. But like she looked like a grown woman. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds wild. Yeah, yeah. You know what's really wild? That sound wilder at forty one yeah. than it would have sounded yesterday. <laughs> forty year old Jay might have got that off and we would have been straight. Now they about to take you to the precinct. Yo, forty one is a weird number, dog. Man. I'm like cool with being like, yo, forty, it just sound cool. Like I'm forty years old, nigga. Man. Forty five sounds like a cool number. 45 is outside cool. of you know presidencies and shit yeah. like that. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> outside, outside of presidencies, like 45 is kind of lit, but yo. you know, 41. Who was the 41st president? Is Bush? <laughs> I don't know, it had to be right. Uh, well, it shit. had to be a Bush or, or Bush. Clinton. Hold on, hold on. You said 41st, mm-hmm. 41st president. That was, yeah, George H.W. I'm like, that had to be dad Bush, yeah. yeah. Um. No, Tariq it so I think Tariq and Braden are the only two who don't convince me that they should be in the room. Like even on this episode when Braden was getting uh tortured or whatever, I felt bad cuz I'm like why are they beating this little boy up, man? Like he, he like you play too much, nigga. Yeah. Stop being so yeah, goofy. goofy. You goofy. So he don't he act more childish than he look. Like yeah. I he, might believe Braden if he didn't act the way he act. Tariq look like a kid, bro. So when they put him in these grown ass rooms, you know, Braden is a mix between a white person and white person. <laughs> he, 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 uh, Zach and Slater mixed combined. Yeah. Like he, he's built like, like Slater yeah. and he act like Zach. Like all Zach Morris in the yeah. fucking face, man. Um, no, for this episode though, man, I, I, I hesitate to say my MVP might be that one G nigga that go with, uh, for with, sure. Cause dog did what had to be done and didn't hesitate. Nigga, <laughs> like y'all do a lot of talking. I pulled up soon as I learned what the situation was, nigga. But you know what's interesting is um without me seeing did you see the trailer for next week? I did not. Okay. You seen it? Yeah. Okay. No, I I did not see next week's uh trailer. I mean, I think it's very is I mean it's very clear. Like yeah. so Lorenzo got murdered. Yeah, facts. But I'm like, but what if he not dead though? Mm. Cause like, but he's he's dead. I mean, yeah, he, <laughs> they're, they're at his funeral next he week. Bled so, the fuck out. He yeah. bled the fuck out. But I was like, yo, does this, does this mean he's dead? Yeah, you know um, what I'm saying. But it it does. And we we gonna talk a little bit about that. We got some voice notes to get you and all that. But I do have a question for you, Lorenzo related. Now that his character's met his fate, man. Um, before I get to these voice notes, y'all already know when y'all hear that can crack. I mean, your man back, man. Um, Salute to uh, everybody who tapped into last week's episode, by the way. Um, That Snowfall episode came out doing numbers like Snowfall do. Um, The participation was crazy. We got so many voice notes. Super excited to get to the the finale. Y'all already know, if you want to send a voice note for any of the shows we're reviewing, or if you want to just reach out and say what up to the gods, hit us up, thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Um, I let's start right here. Hold up, this from three days ago. I don't know if this is gonna be a power voice note or a snowfall voice note. 
To be safe, I'm going to say that to last. I'm going to say that to last. I want to make sure I get through the power joints. My man, our dog, Kente. Kente, what up, though? He just sent in one on power, episode five. See what my dog thought about this week, man. This week in culture. What's up, fellas? What up, though? Sorry I haven't checked in with y'all in a while, man, but I am finally all caught up on My brother. Power, Book of Ghosts. I'm enjoying it. However, <laughs> if I want to look at it with, I don't know, I, I, for lack of better words, a critical eye, as I did with BMF, you know, I want to extend the same love <laughs> and criticism, for yeah. lack of better words. Uh, I'm enjoying it. You know, this most recent episode, I think, was a little far-fetched for where I thought the series was taking us. I mean, here you have uh, Tariq and his crew taking a flight to Italy. Then you have the plug who follows them to Italy, who gives them an assignment that's nothing short of espionage <laughs> to where they have to go into this with her former business partner and apparently baby daddy's mansion to find and secure uh, a bug. Now, one of their team members gets kidnapped and Tariq <laughs> has to negotiate the terms hey, yo, this just sounds of wild. the return. <laughs> At which time, the plug who has snipers planted in this open field in Italy, no less, <laughs> comes in, swoops in and saves the day. Um, I don't think the uh, Lauren being kept alive is as dramatic and far-fetched as Lamar being kept alive on BMF. But damn it, it's close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just don't think, I don't know how regularly or frequently, commonly, things like that happen. But uh, it's enjoyable, it's entertaining, kind of predictable. You kind of see where things are going to happen next and what's going to unfold next. So they telegraphing quite a bit. But nonetheless, Still found enjoyment in it. Uh, man, Monet Tejada is, is relentless. She's ruthless, man. Um, with no remorse. You know, I, I guess the ordering of the hit of her husband is, is justifiable. But that little smirk she gave at the end, you know, wow. Cold-blooded, man. That's all I got to say. Anyway, fellas, I enjoy the show. <laughs> I'm always listening, even if I'm not necessarily sending in the voice notes. I'll holler at y'all, man. Take care. Peace. Kente, peace. peace, man. We appreciate you, bro. You already know what it is. Um, Great-ass voice note from the homie right there. He mentioned a couple things, man. I, 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 hmm. So in this particular episode, there are some things that happen off camera that they want the audience to assume mm -hmm. that that it happened. I, I would like to know how the fuck Reek managed to call the head of an international crime organization and set up a meet in the middle of the desert or whatever the fuck yeah, is that. Yeah. You got his number now? Yeah. Like um, a second ago, this was like the most private. Couldn't get an invite if you wasn't the 1%. How did you call them? Yeah. How, what phone number did you use? Was it an yeah. international number? Did you use your trap phone? Like, how did you know where to go? Like, you're not from here, Reek. I know you speak Italian, which we just learned. 
You don't know Italy, my now, nigga. Maybe you call you talked to Noma and said, yo, this is what happened, and then she gave you contact numbers or some shit like that. But yeah. it's been like, yo, yeah. no, little nigga, how you get this phone number? Like, so to Kente's point, um, this is some of that far fetchedness of the episode that had me like, come on, son. But um, also one of the reasons why I've been saying it since episode one, uh, here we are four episodes later that I wanted Noma back. Not cause I think she's personally, I still don't know that I believe Noma is this almighty powerful, uh, drug and weaponry being that she claims to be, but, um, her handler nigga wasn't going to do shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the handler nigga wouldn't have just found them in Italy. Like this is some like boss shit. Like if if I'm the boss, I'm following you niggas. I'm giving orders. I'm telling well, you niggas my what to get father, on, man. So I got a little insight. I'm also okay. like, no, no, my how many motherfuckers you dated? Yeah, because you got a baby with this nigga, but you mad because uh, you ain't get your engagement ring from Mecca. Like, how, tell me about your dating history. Yo. Another thing that happened off camera that we are only left to um, left to assume. Randomly, for some reason, Tariq goes to Tate and tell him a fake story about IG killing uh, Zeke. Yeah. And then a couple minutes later, or a little bit later, he gets a text message saying, you lying motherfucker. Yeah. And then I am assuming that he actually talked to Tate and Tate informed him that he found out via Blanca and everybody yeah. else, you know, he was actually out of the country. Yep. That portion we didn't see. He just goes back and says, it's a source that said, told t- Monet, yo, he didn't do it because he's out of control. Like, how you know? Like, because I, I got a very reliable source, yeah. almost 100%. Yeah. But you never told us, like, it looks like Tate still mad at you. We never knew that Tate went yeah. back and told information. What happened because Tate gave bad information? And I, I wouldn't have been mad seeing a scene between Tate, Blanca, and the uh, DA chick. Which I assume probably was shot and filmed, but it probably just didn't make the cutting room floor. Because yeah. some one of these yeah. one of these scenes probably thought was more important. I, I it probably wasn't. <laughs> but like I wanted to see that scene because to what you just said. Yo, how did Blanca and them react to you bringing in what what you thought was some exclusive shit, and then they go and do they due diligence, and they like, nah, fam, that now, nigga did, wasn't even in the country, How did bro. you do Did you say, yo, man, the street's been saying such and such, or did you say, hey, I have it on good authority that yeah, this happened? Like, yeah. how did that conversation happen? How is that going? Because they for sure going to want to know how how did you even learn about fucking uh, uh, IG? Yeah. Yo, I really wish they didn't call that nigga international guap. Like, come on, son. That felt like an international nigga or like international slur. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> international guap. Maybe I'm thinking of the. Never mind. Here's a slur. I ain't love the name they gave, dog, but I would have really liked to hear just a little bit more between the three of them because um, I did enjoy the scene where they came and disrupted him and, uh, and the teacher's like little kissy moment or whatever. Like, I like the energy between them, and we seen L- Lorenz Tate acting. Yeah. I want to see Lorenz in more of like the dramatic situations that are happening on the show. Does Tariq still got to give you $5,000 a month? If I was Tariq, I would never give you anything. Cause like, or, or never giving you anything. Or what? Now you done fucked up with them people's Yeah. Now. Hey. And, um, nigga, what you gonna do to me? You ain't a killer. Like, that ain't your style, nigga. And you can't implicate me in a crime because you already testified under oath. Facts. That I didn't like. What are you talking about? Bro, that's, you gonna perjure yourself for five bands a week? No, nigga. Relax. 
Um, hey man, one of the homies is back. Uh, the new homie, A ill, yo, A ill, Alexis from Illinois. Alexis ill, come on, Alexis ill. She said, um, since y'all were so sweet about my first note, I lost it when I heard it. <laughs> I had to send another one. That's what's up. All right, let's see what the homie said, man. Alexis ill, what up? Oh my fucking god, you guys actually played my voicemail. I felt so cool. I always like it's like my Saturday tradition on my way to work, which is like a 45 minute drive to listen to you guys, you know, listen to the Snowfall podcast from you guys every Saturday. And I kind of forgot I sent that voicemail in. So I'm just like sitting there bopping along, and then I hear Alexis from Illinois. I'm like, oh shit, I did send one in. And was geeking the entire fucking way you guys made my morning work was so much better that day yeah um i felt so cool and popular i won't even lie i was like (laughs) oh my god because you know i didn't want to get dragged like my boy with the android (laughs) (laughs) and jay had to offer him the free iphone which he stupidly did not take he should have taken that iphone man you had your chance yeah um you hear that down on power days for you guys because i know you have less voice notes on those days and i'm a power fucking whore man so <laughs> i watched og power five to six times Could be. i never miss an episode raising canaan and it's a title and force i know force is not the greatest but i never miss a power episode Yo, force no was i there man. this episode i know ann told me to stay off reddit i <laughs> did not um but <laughs> i heard like people were talking about how like the power reddit group is so negative man like i don't even know why half the people watch the show they bitch about everything like this is the power universe it's outrageous that's how it works and i loved this episode i thought it was great this episode and last episode things are actually starting to like you know start the balls rolling and things are moving and um people were like mad because Tariq didn't show like enough emotion when lauren shot like you know pop back up and it's like, when has that kid ever shown a lot of emotion? His first body he ever caught was a cop. <laughs> this motherfucker Crazy. does not care. Like, he doesn't have that same... It's just like Ghost really didn't show a lot of emotion either. Like, that's one of their similarities they do have. They just... Not saying that... Hold on, Lexus Hill. <laughs> you know, Ed, don't like that. Because, nah, because I watched... Randomly, I was cleaning up yesterday, and... Um, what episode was that, dog? We gotta go back. Nigga. And see if we talked about I, I, I vaguely remember us talking about A scene where it sounded like Tommy said nigga And yeah. you do you, you So no 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 I watched all of season 3 Of OG Power yesterday So that was from season 3 It's in my phone Whatever episode that was It's in there But it's on season 3 but That nigga ghost When he broke up with Angie <laughs> Showed all the emotion in the fucking world I was at the door My nigga crying, slid down the door like an RB In video. the hallway <laughs> Crying like Carl Thomas and it was the most emotional shit I've ever seen. Emotional. So don't you dare compare little fucking psychopath Tariq to my emotionally humble nigga Ghost. Ghost was out there doing what he had to do for his family. I think about to start singing in the rain, yo, and choreography and shit. Yo, I've never seen a man cry till I seen oh, a man, man break up with Angie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, all right, Lexus Hill, we back. Feel it? They just you know they compartmentalize better than others. Um. Also, I wanted to point out, too, that, like, everyone talks about how great Lorenz Tate is, and he is. Everyone talks about how good the actor for Cooper Sacks is. Love him. Um, love Woody McLean. It's Woody McLean, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. You know, the one that plays Kane. 
And where is the love for my man, Method Man? He is my favorite character out of this show. He kills me every fucking episode. Like, when Mary J's character said that, like, she was about to break into Whitman's house or do whatever it was <laughs> she was going to do. And his face was like, damn, nah, nah, she's a bad bitch. Like, and he meant that so seriously. Like, love it. This episode was great. Um, can't wait to hear what you guys say. I mainly wanted to call in just because I geeked when I heard my my voice on the on the podcast you guys were so sweet love to hear that everyone's heart was warmed i was smiling so big that day you guys made me feel so part of the little this weekend culture group i love it um also shout out i know aunt said his birthday was last week happy birthday to you and then jay's birthday is coming up i think you guys said too and mine was the second so shout out to the aries Aries. gang y'all let's do it happy birthday guys appreciate yo lexus ill if Ant said his birthday was last week, <laughs> I lied. <laughs> um, no, my birthday is September September first. Um, so if I if I even said anything that alluded to that, I was full of shit. No, but uh, Jay's birthday is right now. As y'all are hearing this pod, as it's being recorded, um, we had a good celebration last night. Man, it was a good time. I was I was when when you sent the text like yo on some last minute shit, I'm about to pop out. Nigga, you already knew niggas was pulling up, bro. Like it, it just it is what it is, man. And it's dope too, cause um I was telling Shorty, like because my uh my brother Mike's birthday is on the fourteenth. Yeah. Usually y'all celebrations always overlap, and yeah. I never get to come kick it with you. So I was glad that I got to do that. Um, all it took was for that nigga to move out of town. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nigga just had to uproot his life, nigga, and I kick it with my other bro. Um, but no, man, I I was really glad we went out and kicked it, cause. I ain't the biggest birthday nigga in the world. Like, I don't... When my birthday come up, I feel like outside of dinner with, like, me and Shorty... I got one tradition on my birthday. I have lunch with my parents. And then, in the last four years, me and Shorty do dinner. But outside of that, I don't need to do much, man. Man, I know. That's a male versus female thing. And all the ladies and women, they be like, you know, every time your birthday comes around, uh, I don't necessarily like... Answering the same question every yeah. time, all day, every what you doing? What, what you, you doing? doing? What you doing? Yeah, it's then aggressive, it, bro. Pressure like, oh, I have to. Oh, you going out of town? You doing this? You doing this? You doing this? Or everybody at work? What you doing? You do 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 do. You going to figure? I'm like, what well, one? I'm not. I'm private. Yeah. And yeah. Two. It's a lot of pressure for you to have fantastical plans. Yeah. Because yeah. like, what you? Oh, you not doing nothing? And you, you gotta like outdo your last fantastical birthday. Yeah. I just be wanting to chill. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, most times, uh. I mean, I'm good just chilling with my friends and laughing and joking and shit, and that's really yeah. what that's all I really care about. And uh, I'm potting because I this, yeah. this is what yeah. I like to do. I like to pot. Yeah, yeah. Y'all see what the fuck we had on my dog birthday, nigga? Podcast studio, nigga. Shop talk. You feel me? Book some time, nigga. Um, Lexus Hill sent one more joint in. She said I had to follow up with another one because I kept listening to the snowfall when after my first voice note. Just had to add this. Let's see what the homie added. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Oh, hold up, yo, Alexis Ill. I think you sent the same voice note four times, right? Here. <laughs> um, but it's all good because either way, man, we appreciate you. Yeah, this is the same voice note. All right, you know, for somebody without a cool nickname, Alexis yeah. Ill. Alexis is Ill came. In, yeah, that shit pretty kind of. That's kind of dope, actually. Yeah, because yeah. it's ill. It is ill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is ill. Um, and Alexis, you said something in there. Uh, 
It's like, yo, you felt a part of the This Weekend Culture family. That's because you are. Remember that. If you listen to this podcast one time, <laughs> you are part of the Twig family, whether you want to be here or not. Side note, because we just shouted out Heather B. Uh, like when you call in to uh, Sirius, yeah. Sway the one like, you are a citizen. I sway in the morning. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are citizens of This Weekend Culture, yeah. for sure. Shout out to Sway. He a legend. Yo, man. Not even like how everybody throw that word around. Like, Sway legitimately is. Yeah. Um, Sway has looked the exact same for my entire life. He never aged. Like he looked 38 when we met him on MTV back in the day and he just stayed 38. I bet you Sway takes his hat off and goes around outside and no one knows it's him. (laughs) What you think his hair look like? Well, he got rid of the the locks. The locks is gone. I know that. I have no idea. He could have a bald head. He could have braids. Yo, Sway, he could have cornrows. Sway with a baldy and the fucking joint on with a baldy is wild. What I'm saying is he just has a hat on and we have no idea what his hair looks like. Yeah. We yeah. only knew he had locks because they came out of the hat. <laughs> <laughs> what if <laughs> never there? Oh, man. That hey, man. Rap. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I heard that nigga rap. Or no, he I was- heard him rap on somebody like Five Fingers of Death Freestyle or something oh, like that. No, he had like an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing that. But I ain't actually listened to the album. But I heard him rap on somebody freestyle, and I was like, I kind of wanted it to stop, but it wasn't bad though, man. Um, yo, podcast favorite, my man D Scott sent in a voice note titled "Pour One Out for Poppy." Man, man, they got him the fuck out of here. We're gonna talk about this in a minute. D Scott, what up, though, bro? This week in culture, what up, though? You know, I think it may be Jason Johnson's birthday. I think he posted that on Twitter. <laughs> but if it is, happy birthday, man. The Appreciate Big 41. You. Shit. I know you don't got kids, but, you know, when you get a certain age, you start getting that old man strength. So look out for that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just want to say a few things. You know, life's been going good for me lately. Been making some good money in my job. Haven't really been living paycheck to paycheck. I feel it, I want to pat myself on the back, but then I don't want to jinx myself, you know. Some my uh, my car may uh, flop a bridge or some shit. And like, uh, damn. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I took my lady out to get some uh, steaks. We went to Longhorns. I got the biggest boy on the menu. I got the the, 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 the T bone. I got the, the crab meat, the fucking asparagus, all the little bells and whistles. She got her a big ass steak, and it was a good ass night, man. Spent 150. I ain't had to look at the uh, bank statement to make sure it's there. I knew I had it. Mm. So it's no, it's good to enjoy the nice things it's in life. Spend a little right money here. every now and then. But uh, on the power, um, it was a solid episode. There's some shit moving and shaking. Uh, Braden, goofy ass, done got caught up dropping his phone and not realizing it. And now his uh, lady may know what's going on with the coffee shit, so she made it try to. Get in it with him or extort the whole crew or not. So we'll see what comes above that. But I know we're supposed to suspend belief in these kind of shows, but <laughs> having kids at the uh, business table brokering billion dollar deals is kind of goofy. The whole point of bringing Tariq is because he speaks Italian. Them niggas at the table speaking English. Like, <laughs> Tariq only said like two sentences in uh, Italian. Like, ciao. Fuck are we doing? Then he got his girlfriend to come too. I don't know what she did. I forgot. But fucking Tariq and uh, Effie can't even catch a break and have a 
at goddamn lunch without knowing her homeboy pulling up. <clears throat> I've said since episode one that the writers need to give uh, her henchman, I think his name is Opie, better dialogue, and I stand by that. Those quippy little one-liners about Americans this and Americans that is, is not getting the job done for me. Um, Sax is stupid. Or Davis is setting him up because you have a conversation with Davis. He leaves. A minute later, you're in his office rummaging through his shit, going through his desk, taking pictures of stuff. That's a glass office. Everybody in the whole world can see you. Like, I know they have to have cameras in there or something. Like, and Davis come on now. Like he a nigga that but the one good stuff. thing he did this episode was when he followed uh, Homegirl, the lawyer chick. I hate her face. Like, she reminds me of Rolla. <laughs> because she had that slanted face, like no matter what angle you. Yo, 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 <laughs> no, no. hold on, no. <laughs> now, if y'all ain't fuck yo. with OG Power, you might not know. Yo, first off, if you listen to this pod, you know we the love we got for Rolla. But <laughs> I hope y'all know who Rolla is. That was funny as fuck, saying that that white lady. <laughs> she do got a long face though. She looked like the McDonald's movement. It's like the bottom of a shoe. Yeah, remember, like, how did only Ronald McDonald make it? <laughs> it was a whole group of them niggas. The moon man was, like, more important. I mean, he was on all the commercials, the toys, and them niggas just disappeared. I ain't seen Grimace. <laughs> I ain't seen the Hamburglar. Yeah, niggas is out of here. Nah, they did them, uh, them, uh, like, Travis Scott toys or whatever that came out and they pop back up with Grimace and Hamburglar joints, mm. nigga. Them, them the first time we've seen them niggas in 20 years, bro. Um, all right, back to D Scott. Back to D Scott. Saying that white lady look like Roller was funny, dog. Yo, man. That gotta be the first when we do like our just like Patreon dope scene reviews or whatever or reactions. The roller ghost scene gotta be the first power win, dog. That's what they say. Man. And they really say we about to get some inches tomorrow. Pause. Michigan about to snow from eighty to snow, nigga. Eighty four. <laughs> yeah, snowing tomorrow. That's look insane. at it. Looks crooked and shit. But when he told uh, back to sex. But when he told um, Lauren to a hey, Preet didn't have you killed. He loves you. I seen it in his face when we told him that you died. And then telling her that legally she can't make you stay here. Like. That's good on him, cause we all know fucking Sax hates the whole St. Patrick lineage. But Lauren pulled up on Tariq with a box cutter. That was funny. I can't. I, I gotta admit that was funny, because <laughs> had it been anybody else, she would have got killed. Like, imagine she did that to Kane or you could take a whoever or Lorenzo some cutter, type apparently. shit. But rest in peace to Lorenzo, because. Why is it recipe to him? I don't know. But <laughs> you get your throat cut, like, damn, you lost your family, you dead in the streets. Like, I wouldn't have told Monet that I did it. I mean, she's going to find out regardless, but I'm not going to tell her and confirm it, you know. But I'm sorry, Monday doesn't do it herself. You have every reason in the world to kill that man. He killed your son. I'm a state, like, they, pe- People would have understood that. <clears throat> but I think next episode, shit's about to hit the fan. Because Diana's gonna find out about Lorenzo. She know, she loves her poppy. Tariq and Effie beefed out because she's talking about something. I love you, bitch. You try to kill my girlfriend. 
You got uh, Braden stuff with his girl and all that. So uh, next episode is gonna be crazy going forward. You know, hopefully um, Power keeps up the good work. Anyways, until next week. Oh yeah, one more thing. Hey, shout out to Ice Spice. <laughs> good gosh, you're fine. Anyways, <laughs> peace. Yo. <laughs> Yo, I thought that was going somewhere. Yo, don't tell Holy me. Shit. Don't tell me, D Scott, you a munch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like, cause I'm a munch. <laughs> That's not like some shit D Scott to say. Yo, D Scott, man. Yo, congrats to you though, man. And uh, you know, taking your lady out in the whole nine yards, and man, when when um, well, life did did the going good for you. You know what I'm saying? You do got to say something for you, for yourself. Pat yourself on the back because. That's a blessing the guy gave you, and mm. he wants you to be appreciative of it. So, you know what I'm saying? Congrats. Yo, man. Um, I also want to congratulate my D- nigga D. Scott on uh, just going out and having a good-ass day night with his lady on a Saturday night. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that is what niggas have to be on right now because yeah. we just talked at the top of the pod. Like, the city was on fire the last two days, nigga. It was too much going on. Sometimes you just got to fucking lay low, relax, get you a steak with some fucking lobster tail on that bitch and just chill, dog. So, D. Scott, man, always appreciate it. Um, Oh, shit, y'all already know. <laughs> it's a part two to that. It's a part two to that. D. Scott would never leave y'all with just one voice note. My nigga always follows up his thoughts. Let's see what he on. I'm sorry, one more thing. I know I went a little long on the last voice note, but I couldn't live with myself if I didn't say this. What the fuck was Drew and Gordo doing? You wearing the ghost murder fits in broad daylight at a hospital full of DEA agents? Hey, you lost your goddamn mind? Bro, y'all look like y'all was on bullshit. Okay, you drop the money to lay, you get the evidence, you stand in front of the hospital and check the phone? Nigga, if you don't get in the car and get down the road before doing all that bullshit, Come on, man. I'm out. <laughs> I definitely thought they was a little obvious in the hospital. Um, but them the only two niggas who did some shit right the whole episode. Facts. Um, well, look, Drew been telling y'all I don't know why y'all don't trust me to do shit because I'm actually that nigga when it comes to handling business. And to your point. He's got to fuck first. Mentioned, you mentioned earlier, I fast forward all them scenes. So I have no idea whatever they whenever they together and on loan talking, I have no idea what they're talking about. Cause yeah. at any moment they can just be naked and shit. And I'm just I'm not here for it. So I usually watch ninety five percent of the episode. Whenever yeah. they all, whenever they talking about themselves, I'm not now I'm like, you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna fuck in the, uh, the fucking hospital. So I can watch this scene. Um but I have no idea what they said. Um <laughs> come like, yo, why the fuck these niggas always y'all are like D level characters. Y'all got way too much screen yeah. time. It's way too many sex ain't scenes even the from a time. D-level character. This nigga Drew fucks more than anybody. Tariq got a whole girlfriend and don't get this much coochie, dog. Man, he is like Jesse Smollett character. Like, you wasn't never the star of the show. Yeah, yeah. You was yeah. always third billing. Now you fourth billing. Yeah. Fifth billing. But I will say this. You mentioned how, somebody mentioned how goofy... Uh, D. Scott they mentioned how goofy Brayton is dropping his phone, right? You and phones don't mix because had uh, them niggas not went into the hospital, you was on camera. Yeah, on another phone, pan you because you was on your phone. You literally. had a fucking meet, literally a gun meet on your fucking phone. 
Like you just you're not built you're not built for this shit. Yo. Nobody um, should be built for this shit. Facts. But facts. you definitely aren't. You're not you're not you know, your situational rareness is poor. So I feel like the hypersexual activity that they got drew on. Cause you remember the season started off with him with Johnny Gill. Then once Johnny Gill left, that nigga turned into a fucking sex fiend and a nigga upstairs. Um when Kane was popping out, Kane like, damn, another one nigga. Now he fucking with the with the G nigga, Frank's son. So I feel like something is going to like he's gonna miss something because he's gonna be fucking around. And he's going to be doing something and be distracted. And something major is going to happen. And Drew's going to mess up. Because he out here fucking a little too much, nigga. Because that got to be the only reason they giving this nigga that much sex. Only, if if not, I don't know why we keep seeing all these damn scenes of him fucking. Like, it's unnecessary. We know him and Dog is together on the low now. Like, we cool. We don't see Diana and the TA like that. They just be laying in bed. We don't see Effie and Tariq. They just be going to sleep. We ain't seen Lauren and Tariq getting down. Like, stay in the fucking plot, bro. Stop giving me sex scenes just to have sex scenes. It's unnecessary. Now. I mean, if you're going to do that, well, damn, let's at least get naked. Yo, it's it's light-skinned Keisha Day on uh, Twitter and Instagram. They really like, yo, one more week without her fucking something, and we keep getting Drew out here? Like, come on, What son. they gave her the TA story? <laughs> yo. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that'd be wild. Yo, man. Uh, let's see. I think this is. I want to say this is AJ from across the pond, but the the background's a little different on his shit. Like normally, it he got like that. The, he forgot to use the burner account. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh, uh oh. Let's see what my dog talking about, man. Do it say what up, man? What up, yeah. Jay? Happy birthday to the one, the only prolific podcaster extraordinaire, mm. Mr. Jay Johnson. Appreciate you. It's your boy, Alessandro Giacomo, <laughs> in honor of this week's Italian theme on uh, Power Tariq. And if it was the overseas filming in Italy that delayed uh, the release of this season of Power, I have to say, I don't think it was worth it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like there's a Jaws swimming somewhere in the pond that separates us right now, thinking, did something just jump over me? I'm not sure. Um, th this came dangerously close. The, the whole Tariq, uh, James Bond, Special Agent 00 St. Patrick, uh, came dangerously close to jumping the shark territory uh, for me. Uh, I said before, I don't enjoy these parts of the show. And it just, it just, it does feel very kind of, um, you know, YA, young adult, uh, CW show type shit. You know, they said one of the reasons that Tariq was being taken to Italy was because he spoke fluent Italian. He didn't say nothing but two words in Italian the whole time they were there. What was it? Grazie mille. The most basic ass first page of the tourist guide in Italian. <laughs> When the Italian mob boss had a gun to his head, I was like, come on, Tariq, this might be the time you want to break out that fluent Italian. What do we get from Tariq? Crickets. Crickets from Tariq. <laughs> I can't with this shit anymore. However, um, I am going to give them props. Uh, I like the fact that they brought the whole Monet puppy thing to a resolution 
very quickly. I was expecting them to drag it out for the rest of the season. I thought maybe the season was going to end uh, with his death. Uh, but no, Mary said, I've done enough crying, crying, crying. <laughs> it's time to say bye, bye, bye. I could have sung that, but I'm not going to inflict singing AJ on you every week, okay? <laughs> so Lorenzo's death and also Tariq finding out about Effie and Braden kind of changes the place of all the pieces on the chessboard. And, you know, there's so many different directions they could go in now. So it kind of starts to get interesting. I suspect, you know, you know Diana's lost really her only ally in, in the Tejada household. Um, Tariq has lost his girlfriend and also Effie. Sorry, Brayden. <laughs> um, so maybe this pushes Diana and Tariq closer together. Maybe this all comes back to bite Mary at some point, and in the, maybe in the future. She's going down. I'll bite Mary. Okay, sure. I broke my promise. I'm sorry. Overall, it, it was a stupid but fairly fun episode. You know, I needed some light relief after after Snowfall, which is very heavy. Um, I will say at this point, I actually wouldn't mind. Uh, power Tariq without Tariq, which I know makes no sense, but you know where I'm coming from. Like, I feel like you could take, for example, the Tahadas, and especially Kane, because he, he's a, he's a good actor. Um, and you could build, you could build like a really good show around a strong Woody. <laughs> yes, I just went there. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm going to leave yeah. it there. Peace and blessings to the entire saying. family. Uh, Speak to you next time, next week. I'm out. Peace. And Yo, peace, that got wild real fast. Peace uh, for the birthday, love, man. I appreciate you, my brother. Yes, sir. Um, you know, it is what AJ talked about. It does leave this open for a lot of different possibilities, right? Yeah. So remember last week how we were saying that somehow Effie and Kane was going to be together? Mm-hmm. Or like they're going to be working or aligned somehow? Mm-hmm. Well, I can see that happening now, right? I can also see Diana being closely aligned with Tariq because Diana going to beef out with Kane once she yeah. found out that you knew that he killed that 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 dad or Poppy killed uh Zeke Zeke or Zeke. what have you like I can see that um I can see that it's going to be on some family shit I'm yeah. Tariq always sides with Monet for the most part that's a fact. So it's going to be Tariq and Monet versus the rest of the family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can see Monet being mad at um, Kane. I thought Kane gave him sound advice. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, my nigga, you need to say something to mom because she knows something. And he, he was like, nah, I'm still not going to do it. He's like, all right, my nigga. But she knows something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. She put him to like, how you know such such. I thought he was gonna tell her right then, but but once. She, so this is what I thought was gonna happen. She went over there snitching, um, lying, but still snitching. Went to old girl and say, "Yo, my my husband did this. My husband yeah. did that." Didn't Kane do it though? Yeah, Kane was the one who actually. To it. Yeah, but he he was the one that actually pulled the trigger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, I thought once he confessed. She's gonna try to take it back somehow. Like, okay, you, um, you, you, and now I was like, I didn't put the hit out already, yeah. and now I gotta figure out a way to either have y'all kill them. Yeah. Now we gotta kill all the the the, the guaps or whatever the fuck that is, or whatever. Yeah. But 
That's not the route she took. She doubled down and yeah. went and told the. And that was the thing when she told uh, Evelyn. Evelyn was like, "Yo, you know what? I hear you, but What's fam, I ain't even gonna tread." Did we mention this that she was married to her husband on Dexter? Dexter. Yeah, I, I know think we mentioned we first did. both of them was on Dexter, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like they was married on Dexter together. I think we did. I think we did. Um, but no, I when when Mary J said, "Yo, Lorenzo put the hit out on Frank when he when he found out he was snitching." Evelyn thought about it for a minute, and she was like, "Fam, I don't even need to do all that, man. Like, it's cool. It is what it is." She like, "Nigga, what? So what that's gonna do? You want me yeah. to kill him, and then your son's gonna try to kill me, and, yeah. or kill my sons? Like, this I shit don't my, stop. I, I know my son's not really cut like that. Mm-hmm. Now they mm-hmm. they gonna do what they can do. One of them is, you know, Drewish, <laughs> and the other two, they just not that smart. It's Drew down. Drew is down. Apparently, man. yeah, pause." <laughs> Yo man, last voice note of the pod, my man, the third member of the pod, the God, y'all know who it is, Rob Silver. What up? First and foremost, happy forty-first birthday to the God, Jason Johnson. Yes, sir. Man. Jay, hoping for another fifty-nine birthdays for you, uh, brother. Now on, on to the episode. I'm going to be quick. I just want to appreciate three. Actors on this episode that I thought did a tremendous job. Uh, Benga Akinabi continues to body every role he plays. Who's He's that? playing this black entrepreneur, billionaire Chris, to oh, T on his pod on on this podcast on Power Ghost. I mean, right now, in my opinion, he's the best actor on the series this season. Lauren Velez, even though she was had a very short and brief part in this episode, I thought she was phenomenal in her monologue with Monet. Lauren Velez has been phenomenal for over 30 years. I remember when I first saw her in I Like It Like That movie 30 years ago when she was a skinny, young, Puerto Rican actress. She's tremendous and it's crazy how get them adjectives in, her eh? and David Zayas played husband Puerto and wife Rican. not only in this series, but of course in Dexter. And finally, they killed him off. But kudos to Berto Cologne. Now, the three of us have been goofing on this guy, making fun of this guy since day one. I remember last year. Ant was laughing at how there was a scene when he was in prison where he kept changing and taking his shoes off over and over again <laughs> while talking to Monet over the, over the phone. 42 shoes on. That being said, the last two episodes, he showed some great acting chops. And he, he was really tremendous did. in this episode, especially when him and Mary, when he confessed to Monet and she told him to leave the house. And then, of course, he gets murdered. And that's going to set up a whole lot of repercussions for the Tejada family. Once again, fellas, I want to uh, wish Jason a great happy birthday. And I'm going to sit back and listen to the pod. Peace. Peace, peace. Peace, Rob. <laughs> Rob, you um, on point with us every week, though. Yo, man, no, that's a fact. Literally. Because Lorenzo really was acting on this episode. For sure. He was acting on this episode. Like, I ain't he told her the truth. Like, my nigga... I'm just as much as fought ever as you too. Yeah, yeah. Like you know that nigga. What you put him in this lifestyle? You did that. And like shit, I roll up on him. I thought it was. I thought it was my man's. You man. think that's enough to kill him over though? For that mistake, uh, it ain't like I did it on purpose. So here's the thing: he was in his car. 
He had a hood getting on his plane. Yeah. Like, I thought it was him. Yeah. And so if I would have caught, and you killed Dante that same night, right? Mm-hmm. So what if you saw that shit? You could have shot, you should, you could have shot him. You would have went out. We was trying to kill the same nigga. I just happened to hit the wrong nigga. I thought y'all niggas was coming to this plane. You literally were leaving with that nigga, bro. Like, and he tried to play it like, yo, I thought you were going to leave when it, you were. Y'all just weren't there yet because you was killing him in the crib. But um, is that enough to kill him over? I'm going to say yes and no. My yes answer is if Monet had done it him, herself, I wouldn't have been mad at that kill because that was your son and you're literally the only person this angry about it, right? To set him up or try to set him up with Evelyn first didn't work because Evelyn was like, nah, fam, we ain't on that. And then you go to to young G and tell him the same shit to try to set it up. Hey, he killed your dad. Woo, woo, woo. That's where I felt like, yo, Monet, you just trying to do something to do something, man. So when Drew found out that you killed his father. That's what I'm saying. Now the war that, that Evelyn tried to divide or to avoid, y'all still going to be in that war. What Kane gonna do when you find when he found out? Kane gonna fuck around and kill G, cause he gonna learn first. Cause Monet fuck around and tell Kane straight up what she did. Killed she him trust in front Kane. of the mural. Yeah, yo, that was that was wild. Which is cause so when you think about cause what why happened, was Lorenzo down there? <laughs> because that's the bar. Oh, that is outside. the He bar. came you out right, stumbling. You right, you right, you right. So he was drunk because basically he was like, look. I'm not gonna kill you because of the kids, but I ain't fuck with you no more. Move all your shit, leave the state. Yeah, that's so accept. That's acceptable. Yeah, so I'm never yeah. gonna be able to forgive you, but I'm not gonna kill you because of our kids. Yeah, I thought that's the right. That's the real reason. I agree. I you agree. Know, that's the real the, the way you handled it because nigga, you it was a mistake. Why the fuck would I kill him? Yeah, yeah. I thought that. Um, now she made points with like, but you sit here and watch me grieve and watch me look for this. You got another nigga killed. Yeah, looking yeah. for somebody to blame it on. And here's the thing, right? The other nigga who I got killed is fucking uh, international guap, nigga. We can kill international guap. He That's had no reason to die, though. You know he didn't. He and didn't. The last time we did business with him, he he worked. He looked out for us. He did us a favor. Ain't that where uh, Kane and uh, Drew? Uh, I think like last year they was at us a, a warehouse or some shit. Or, I feel like that was Lil Guap that they had team oh, with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. we just met international guap. I feel like. He was with him though He might have been I'm not gonna lie And pardon if this is racist Damn Don't even say it But I got you You know No 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 It ain't even It ain't It ain't that That would be racist I feel like power Cast Like the same Five Puerto Rican niggas In Queens For every fucking Like Four out of five Of them niggas Is gonna be bald Fat with a goatee man Yo, man, don't even. Yo, yo first three seasons yo, of Power was fucking yo, fire, dog. Yo, Julio, man. Julio, the only motherfucker who went out like the G. He was. Yo, how they have Julio go out better than Ghost? That's crazy. That's insane, my nigga. Yo, Ghost got. Ghost got fired. Ghost got fired just how D Ray got fired. Yeah. Somebody yeah. said something. We've always said that though. Somebody said something about D Ray was on somebody comedy show, and he's like, he don't know why they never asked him back. Oh, they fired you for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because they 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 slightly rich, wrote you out the script and never asked you to come back. Oh, you got fired. Can you imagine D Ray as Jerome 
and Lauren London as Louis. Because that's that was the original. I remember that was the the OG like auditions and and who they was trying to cast. And I th- I don't know that Lauren London as Louis would have hit. Who knows, right? Maybe she would have pulled it off. Maybe she wouldn't have. D Ray as um Unk. I don't have as much of an issue seeing. I I think he might have been able to do that. Because I do think D-Ray is like a, a pretty good actor. Like, but they that, just didn't give Peaches a lot to say. That Southern unk feel, I don't know that he can pull that off. And here's the, here's the main reason I'm saying that, right? Shout out to my man Amin Joseph. But prior to this, I only knew Amin Joseph from the Zane show. I always say that. So most, I didn't know that he could act for real. Well, <laughs> most people at the time didn't know Amin Joseph. Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. knew D-Ray. Mm-hmm. So if D-Ray was playing an extra hard gangster from the streets, I don't know if that would have been as believable. Not mm-hmm. I know you from Chicago the whole nine yards, and I, I don't know that he can pull off this accent. We'd be like, nigga, we know D-Ray. Because yeah. you got to yeah. believe that this character. So on yeah. the weekends, nigga, we see you cracking the fuck up. Yeah. Doing, I don't know. But I do know that I, well, I believe that D-Ray always felt a way about it because in, in interviews, he used to be like, nah, I'm interviewing or I, I had to audition for a role I damn near created. And now I got the impression that he didn't like how limited his role was. Yeah. And he always said, for lack of a better term, he always had some slick shit to say. Yeah. I don't mean it that harshly, but it's, it's easier for me to say it this way. Gotcha. Uh, some slick shit to say. And maybe, well, the producer was like, yo, like, yo what, what are you doing, dog? Yeah. Like, we, we got you this role because we needed this role. And you don't think, I don't feel like you appreciating it, so. You don't got to be here. Yeah, yeah. We'll find out. And I mean, when, when we talked about, uh, you know, Omar or Omari um, and whatever potentially might have happened with power because he just didn't need to die. It's money issues for sure. It has to be related to something. Specifically, dog. I understood is the last season or last two seasons went from eight episodes to 10 episodes. Yeah. But the amount of money that they got didn't change. Mm. So if I'm all right, boom, you get two million dollars for the season, and it was like two million dollars a season, some shit like that. Uh, you get two two million dollars a season, like okay, we well, divided by eight episodes, that's X amount of dollars per episode. Well, then you added two more episodes, and the money's still the same. So it's like I didn't took a pay cut. Yeah, yeah. and um, I mean, I don't think that uh, they didn't they didn't negotiate that shit the way that they should have. Possibly. Can you imagine? Like you built stars, the channel stars. Yeah, that and Spartacus, it built off power. The current version of stars yeah. is all built off him. Can you imagine ghosts not being killed? Like, like basically, like the power universe without ghosts dying. You know what I'm saying? Like he's still here, but OG power exists while. Power Tariq, like, yo, he's in school and that, like, how would he go to his dad for, for help, right? Would they butt heads on the drug shit that you doing? Would that impact the drug shit your dad doing? Would you be trying to sneak? Like, I'd be, I'd be happy yeah. if y'all just put Ghost in prison. Yeah. So then he could still be that voice of reason, right? Or the, the, the Tommy talked to him over the phone and this and this. And it always be a, a thing like, yo, what if he got out? You know what I'm saying? He still like I I would love that more than Ghost just yeah. not being alive. Yeah. And if if Tariq want to hate him and I'm not gonna be nothing like him because yeah. he in prison, that's cool. They for sure could have had Ghost like flipped and turned Ghost into Lorenzo, where 
Tariq's whole power existed while Ghost was in prison advising and, and trying to look out and he hearing shit, yo, your son is involved with, and now he trying to pull moves from the prison. Like it could have worked in a way that Ghost didn't die, but because they made it so obvious that that nigga Omari wasn't really getting we along had with the niggas. entire cast wanting to kill him. Fam. We had a guess who did it. Fam, <laughs> fam. Yeah. Who killed Jr. for ghosts? Like y'all really playing in that nigga Omari face. If we being honest, man. But, um, it's funny. Cause I mentioned, uh, I watched season three of power yesterday. Just kind of had it on in the background, nigga. And it, I started out cleaning up and just for it being like a background music sort of situation, nigga, Watching four minutes of that bitch, I had to sit down and just watch it, dog. Like, it was a really great fucking show. And season three was like the last of like when it was like at its greatest as far as writing, acting, suspense. Season four is when it officially like went off the rails and shit and, and just started to go in the way of more like soap opera drama. It became a lot about the romances and the relationships. But like them first three seasons were legit crime drama status. Um, and they were just entertaining as fuck. I seen a nigga on the internet um, talking about how good Snowfall is, right? And it was like, man, this is so crazy that this show is this good when the first season was trash. Mm. It's like, excuse me? Mm. <laughs> like, how you not like the first season of the, Snowfall? The first season of Snowfall. And it's funny, we were just talking about that. Like, what? Where we was like, yo, we used to be like mad, uninterested in the Mexican storyline yeah. and the CIA storyline. Maybe line. that's what got people out of it then. But what's wild is when I rewatched Snowfall last year, yo, that shit was so good, nigga, from start to finish, bro. What? Shout out to me. Uh, I bought season one, season two, season three. And season four, I bought season passes on Apple TV. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it's available on Hulu and FX now, whatever, and shit like that. But, like, I want these bitches to be, like, I own them, right? Yeah. So, the day after that, they download, boom, boom, boom. I still got to get five and six. Um, but, like, oh, I want this shit because this is, it's a collection. You know what I'm saying? How niggas got, like, yo, I got Martin, all episodes of Martin. I got all the, I got that shit digitally. Yeah, uh, I still buy Kendrick albums. I still buy, I I buy, I download and like complete. When they be like, "Yo, who we buying albums?" I do. Uh, um, yeah, like all the movies that we like, um, Queen and Slim. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, what's the shit Omar was in? Uh, most recently, oh, with uh, the bank Nate shit. Parker, yeah, bought that shit. Um, American all the black movies something. that we didn't that we didn't review, I bought them. Yeah, like I own them. They are my collection. I'm not just gonna leave it to a streaming because sometimes streamings aren't there no more. Facts, facts. Like when Snoop took everything from Death Row out. Yeah, even even when it was on your phone, it's not there no more. Yeah. So I'll be buying all this shit. I'm gonna do Snowfall the same way. I'm gonna get the last two seasons. I'm gonna buy them bitches. I should do it right now. All right. Let me. I think that was it for the no so we should be good all right um yo so i mentioned i had a question for you about lorenzo man obviously we all mentioned uh lorenzo um the the actor who plays him he really got into his acting bag this week and last week last couple weeks he's been on his shit um he's played a lot more pivotal part in the last couple episodes than he had really in any of the episodes prior um the only major thing he even did really was kill zeke since he got out of prison going back to when he was first introduced as you know this like powerful 
family crime family overlord like who was locked up and was sitting in the county waiting on a waiting on a fucking a transfer how do you feel about the character do you think that we got as much as we could get from lorenzo's character like did they do enough with that with that character for you based on what we got when we was initially introduced to him uh no um they did not i think they dropped the ball i thought they were good at creating a backstory um and giving us to your point like he's just mob figure he was running the streets the whole nine yards from inside and then when you, when he came home y'all made him a goof mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying y'all made him he's old streets don't work that way no more well that's funny because i was just running that shit from inside yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. oh some um mayor of kingstown shit when bunny went inside he not yep. less he not less dangerous yeah like yeah. i'm just as dangerous i i know more about what the streets is going on because all the shots in the streets come from the prison yeah so when I'm in there, when I got I get guards that come in here, I, I let y'all, y'all niggas let me beat my son up in here. You know what I'm saying? I got a, a guard move and transfer. I feel like one of them died or some shit. Didn't one of the guards get killed or some shit? Remember they had that lady so. that was fucking with him or it was like a lady on there. And it was like, yo, why she nah, so. That, was that, the, that was the lady fucking with Tasha, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, that one CO, I yeah. remember that. But I'm like, yo, that never, that, that never went. That nowhere. never went anywhere either. Because we, when uh, when Tasha had requested the birth control, old girl seen it and was like, what the fuck she doing? And then yeah, it never really went anywhere. Uh, but when she got Tasha that phone, or when Lorenzo got Tasha that phone, and like was in there helping out and running his, I really thought he was gonna be something. And we ain't like, get shit. We should have seen it writing on the wall for Lorenzo from last week when he stepped in. And took almost took the bullets for him. Like, yo, no matter what, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a always protect the family. I'm like, yo, this shit sound too good. But we know that we don't look at power like <laughs> we don't give it the same rules. Yeah. Like, we watch a snowfall. Like, yo, yo, Uncle Uncle Jerome was out of here. It, yeah. Everything is going too well for him. We was feeling that way for, for, for Lorenzo. But yeah. because we don't look at, we got to adjust our, our thinking caps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it should have been the writing should have been on the wall. I should have known this was coming, but like I, I just don't give him that same amount of credit. I think that we we probably knew Lorenzo at some point this season would die just because the season starting out with Monet being so like depressed, depressed, traumatized. upset, traumatized, hurt, angry about her uh, her son getting killed. Um, I think that we knew at some point he would get his comeuppance for that. But again, it don't hit me the same when Monet ain't the one who did it. Because you was really the only one still. Kane found that shit out and was just like, you know what? After, you know, he threatened to, hey, now that I know this, I'm the one in charge or I'm going to tell my mama. But once the nigga Lorenzo saved his life, the nigga was like, yo, you know what, man? Your secret's safe for me. Because at the end of the day, yeah, technically Drew was my brother or Zeke was my brother. But he was really my cousin who wasn't in the streets and wasn't really part of his family because Monet kept him away from all the shit we did. He ain't even know we was a crime family for real. You know what I'm saying? He might have knew rumors. He ain't know if, like officially we was out in these streets. So everybody's connection with Zeke. Yeah, he was family. Yeah, we thought he was our cousin. But it don't really hit the same. If you kill Drew, I ain't keeping that secret, dog. You killed Zeke, and you know what, Lorenzo? We'll be all right, man, because you still my dad, and you protected me like my dad would. Your secret's safe, bro. Monet was the only one with a beef for real, and that's why I feel anticlimactic that she ain't do it. I thought that was a bad idea for her not to do it either. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. you the boss. Yeah. Why you, why, what you scared of? Yeah. Matter of fact, you could have killed that nigga and told the family I did it because he. I found out that he killed Zeke and he run around this motherfucking line. I took him out. Any yeah. of y'all got a problem with that? Does anybody in this room have a fucking problem with that? Because that's how, that's how she is. Yeah. No, that's real. If you stand on it, but now that you lying, like Lorenzo was, and not standing on what you did, now it's going to be an issue. Yeah. Because, like, no, the family, like, look, this nigga killed Zeke. All y'all fucked up over it. This nigga killed Zeke, and he told me. And yeah. I took him out. He no longer with us. Which one of y'all got an issue with that? He killed my son. If he would have killed one of y'all, I'm killing him too. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's just how it is. And, nigga, not only that, they would have respected her more. If she had did that and then fucking straight up said, yo... Here's the reality of the situation, nigga. That nigga did this shit. He killed our fucking family. He lied about it. He had us out here killing. Like, why do you think she even... What? This is so unlike her. Yeah. We didn't see her kill niggas often. Yeah. Do, 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 do. When you, you just popped a cop in the living room. You killed a cop last week in the living room. The nigga hey. you thought killed Zeke, you shot him the fuck up. Facts. You shot your old plug that was played by uh, my nigga from ATL. Yeah. Like, you shoot niggas with no problem. And niggas are afraid of you. Yeah. Nigga, your son thought you was going to kill him. They be like, Kane, you got to yeah. get out of here because mama said, like, everybody know what type of time it is. Why the fuck would you go behind a nigga back and try to do some sneaky shit? Yeah. That's not boss shit. Yeah. And then next week you talking about, yeah, I'm running this shit now. I thought you was already the boss. Facts. But doing that whole ass sneaky shit also... It make you look weak too It not only make you look weak It potentially sets up the same fucking shit That Evelyn was trying to avoid And you really hadn't given no thought to Because when Evelyn said that shit Monet sat there and had a face like Oh shit true And now it's like damn we're working with these niggas And, and like, I just sent this nigga to kill this nigga From Evelyn she like No this don't seem like you Why you telling me this shit Because it ain't you You want me to do your dirty work basically yeah. Nah, I'm straight. Do your own shit, and bro. then you give you and listen. I can't never trust you. Yeah, I trust you. No, you said she like. Can I trust you? I can trust you. Can trust me as much as I can trust you. Cause you and this motherfucker ratting on your husband. Yeah, yeah. The reason that I know you is because of him. The reason our families are connected because of him. You in here, Frank? Yep. You in here trying to get me to kill your husband? Yeah. Why don't you do it? Yeah, but. You being unafraid to kill your husband, but I know you or one of y'all killed my husband. Can you see Monet <laughs> nah, dying? Nigga. Can I see Monet dying? Yeah. On any other, or I'm sorry, with any other actress, yes. Because it's Mary J, no. Because her and Method Man, their cachet on this show, like, it's really fucking wild, dog. Like, um, they have kind of turned the two of them into the stars of the show. I said it a couple episodes ago. Like, we barely need Tariq on this motherfucker. Like, it's literally half about him at this point. Everything that they're doing doesn't center around Tariq the way that it centers around the Tejadas. Also wanted to mention that I thought that Tariq's reaction to, so forget Reddit. I thought Tariq's reaction to Lauren was real. Yeah. Then he said, what, huh, what, 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 what the fuck you been yeah, at? Nah, what, what are you doing? Who are you? I thought you was. 
Shout out to Michael Rainey. I thought he had a very real reaction to that too. Um, the way he looked around and shit was like, "Yo, what the fuck, nigga?" He ain't even recognize she had that box cutter till like four minutes later. <laughs> nigga, like, wait, because like if I see somebody who I think has left us already, I'm like, "Yo, what the?" F-? And you, you, and you mad at me? I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck you been at? Yeah, I thought you was go. Why ain't you call me? Yeah, like we've been grieving you. And Sax was a real nigga for like, nah, I see his face when he when I told him you died. Yeah. I know he ain't yeah. doing shit. But we I'm over here acting like he did. That's fucked up shit. Yeah. Well, you didn't join because Yo, and because, for Sax to say that, fam, I hate these niggas. So for, I know he loved you. White roller <laughs> must be the bomb. Because you ready to railroad a nigga and say he killed somebody and everything like he like you know he didn't do that shit. Yeah, but he was like, "Well, shit, I'm be down with you. I know that nigga ain't do that shit, but I'm still down here working, trying to put him, put pinning on him." Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, Sax and old girl. So Sax thinks she's cheating on him the whole time because the last two weeks her her burner phone been going off. He don't know shit about that extra phone number. He thinking it's the work phone. It ain't that. He thinking it's the personal. It ain't that. She got a whole another phone niggas unaware of. So this week Sax being Sax, if he ain't going to do shit else, he going to follow you, nigga. So my nigga follows her after she gets a fucking call. Or no, he followed her after she didn't pick up his call. He been reaching out. He been texting. She ain't said shit. She been avoiding this nigga. Yo, watching a motherfucker ignore your call like they ain't get it. That shit gotta be some infuriating shit, fam. But like, like I'm, I'm looking at you. Ignore me, fam. That nigga literally pulled up, sat on the side of the block, hit her up. She tapped a fucking end call, and they said, Nah, nah. Have fuck you ever, this shit. Long, long time ago. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. No, have I don't you, do none of this. Have you all. ever saw a motherfucker that you know was doing some shady shit to you, and like? Like yo, normally I wouldn't do this, but it's just so disrespectful. Now I gotta, now I gotta investigate because, like, you see a motherfucker, or you know a motherfucker somewhere, yeah, and they will lie to you and tell you that they're not there, yeah. Or nigga, like, that exact thing happened to me in college. Um, my my college girlfriend said she was somewhere, and then she wasn't actually there. She was close to there. With some niggas who lived by where she told me she was at. Bros, it was a whole situation over in Spark it's like, Village, man. It's like. And it, I had to go investigate. Because normally, point. like, I mean, all right, fine. You cheating or you doing some shit. Yeah. It's, it's over. Whatever. Yeah. But no, some shit be like. I need to nah, prove. I need. I need. Like, because this is the audacity. It's so unbelievable. That I got to see I don't for believe myself. It. Like, yep. nah, come on. I don't believe this. Yeah. Who dick you sucking, yeah. <laughs> nigga? I like, did that shit before and never told the person that I found out. Mm. No, I wasn't that. I was too. Uh, and like, no, I was I, too spicy. I fucked up. I mean, we, we clearly, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. It. But like, no, I didn't. I didn't have to prove my case. Well, the reason I know is because this, this, and this. I'm cool with that information. But like, but seeing a motherfucker argue back with you, well, yeah. you know, yeah, like, like I know I have for a proof. I literally visited. I know I seen it with my own too. And I reference. How was this? No, that's because I'm like, God damn, this motherfucker lying to me. And like, cause I know, no, that shit crazy. That's, uh, that's why we don't talk no more. <laughs> yeah. That's why we yeah. don't talk no more. Um <laughs> Oh man, that was funny. Um 
So Lauren is playing it a little too close, letting anybody. She went from nobody knows I'm alive to two niggas who talk a lot. Because Sax and Tariq be running a motherfucking mouth, nigga. Reek got a bad poker face. And Sax just be yapping, nigga. Well, she told Sax to piss off uh, Rolla. Facts, facts. I'm like, nigga, you lying to me just like you lying to her. Yeah. And you you using her. He said it so many times. Like, who was in there? Let me walk outside of this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Really, nigga? (laughs) Bro, she popped up on that porch like, yo, fam. I know I ain't just hear what I think I heard, dog. Like, you full of shit, nigga. You using me too? You got me believing that Reek did some shit that has something to do with my fucking attempted murder. He didn't, nigga. And like, nigga, I told you she didn't. Nigga. Yeah. And he and he basically she was like, No, I told you Effie did it. Yeah. But you convinced you steady trying to convince me he connected to this. Here's the thing. The shit Reek's connected to ain't what you have proof of. And that's what you trying to prove. How can I connect him to other shit? Because the one thing that you know for a fact happened, attempted murder on Lauren, got no proof. But what's the fucked up thing is, this not just about Effie yeah. and Tariq. It's Braden too. Facts, facts. Because for Reek, yo... Cause he was like, I'm about to go talk to both of them niggas. He was I, like, Nah, don't say nothing. Cause I sent you, Brayden, my man. Now, granted, Brayden didn't do nothing wrong initially, right? He ain't have Effie pull up. Effie followed them niggas, dog. Cause she knew then Brayden not gonna do what need to be done in this situation. Brayden handed her the fucking bag of money that Reek gave him and sent her out of town, or was ready to send her out of town. So, I wonder what kind of ba- so look if y'all want to take this show to a new level. Yeah. It gotta and want to make this Reek show for sure. Yeah, Reek gotta get diabolical because Effie screwed him over. Knew what happened. Well, you tried to kill her. You didn't. Brayden knew about it. Didn't tell me. Kane knows about it. Didn't tell me. Everybody that I'm fucking with knows yeah. my bitch is dead and well thinks my bitch is dead yeah. because of y'all. And ain't nobody saying shit about me. Yeah. So now that I know she ain't, I'm gonna do my my do my due diligence. Um, he gonna find out on some Kane shit that Kane even know, and yeah. then that's when he gonna go to he he will go to Monet and plot some shit against Kane, cause Kane knew about Lauren didn't say shit, knew about Zeke didn't say shit. So we me and Monet probably got the same beef with Kane. Yeah. And once I figure out that all these niggas, he's gonna feel like they all against me. Oh, then me and Monet gonna get on some diabolical shit. I'm gonna yeah. say the day for Monet. Yeah, I think if, well, shit, let me ask you. Do you think that if Brayden, even if Effie took uh, Lauren and, and ran off on her and did whatever, do you think that if Brayden went back and said, yo, I tried to fucking do what you asked me to do with Lauren, Effie came, intercepted, fucked the whole shit up, she did this, whoop, whoop, whoop. If he had at least told Reek up front, you think him and Reek could have, like, been cool? Because I feel like. No, yeah, what, when I came back, like, yo. Yeah. Nigga, she, she, showed, got she up. showed up and took her off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. I. But now it's, but now it's, both you niggas is fucked up. It's too late. And I even gave you, Effie, an opportunity to tell me again. Because now it makes more sense that what you keep trying to tell me, I want to ever talk with you. I want to ever talk with you. Yeah. Now, now that I know um, that something happened and you were like, I want to talk. He like, yeah, what you want to say? Yeah. Well, it's about that one night. I love you too. 
Yeah, yeah. And Effie, if you reek, you got to look at her like, yo, you've been trying to tell me something for the last like two, three days, man, and you ain't spit it out. I just took you to Italy, my nigga. Like, our relationship is thriving in this moment, man. And you held this secret for me. And granted, I get why you held that secret because if I tell you this, clearly you're not going to want to fuck with me like that no more. Dog, it's the exact Lorenzo situation. Yeah, yeah. Except he did it on on purpose. <laughs> Instead of accident. Yeah, yeah. Lorenzo shit was an accident. You literally tried to purposely kill my chick because you thought she was gonna snitch. The fucked up part, she didn't have you on tape. Effie, like you didn't have reason to do what you did, nigga. Like you think you trying to protect Reek from some shit. You not, bro. It's also still Lauren fought herself too. I mean, because why wouldn't you tell your boyfriend? That the police is asking questions about him. Yeah, yeah. You you let them niggas fill your head with lies, think he was some sort of criminal and this, and you had a fucking listening device and all that shit. Yeah, man. Um, hang on, let me go. Oh, that's what I wanted. Do you think this year? Because clearly they didn't do it correctly the last time. Think Lauren gonna survive season three? Oh uh, yeah. Think she makes it out? Hmm. What I don't I thought, know. What I thought was about to happen was Effie was going to finally tell Rick the truth. Yeah. And then they were still going to be together. Got you. And then Lauren would be on the outside. Because here's the thing. We could have seen two different reactions to the truth, right? Like when Lorenzo, because even when Lorenzo told Kane, like, you know what, man, I'm, I'm going to just tell your mama straight up and deal with the consequences. Like, she ain't going to kill a nigga. Like, she'll understand. It was a mistake, but I got to own up to my shit, right? I was like, nah, Lorenzo, she going to kill you, dog. Like, or try to have you killed or whatever the fuck, um, which she ended up doing. With Lauren, or I'm sorry, with Effie, if you was honest with Reek and said, you know what, man, I can't keep this lie going. Like, I did this. It's my fault. I did it. I don't know that Reek reacts. He'll react emotionally initially, but I think Reek the type nigga that have been like, you know what? I understand why you did what you did. I say this. I think Reek gonna get on. Like Reek stabbed a nigga to death. Season. I mean, episode one or two. Fact. That was one. That was a you know stern old nigga. Yeah. I don't think they should establish that method of violence and if they're not gonna do nothing with it. Yeah. Like yeah. I think he's gonna get by a lot of. But, Diabolical Diabolical again yeah. In this episode Well now that he officially knows And I can see him killing Brayden Cause no one sees it coming Honestly I'm thought out there Now I can see him killing Effie I can see it Like Brayden I feel like because of the way they played that Tommy Ghost Brayden Reek Relationship through these first few seasons Or at least first couple seasons I feel like This is like One of them Rifts that we got from uh from Tommy and and Ghost, like where it was like, yo, at the end of the day, y'all niggas is brothers, even if y'all ain't on the same page about some of the decisions that's being made. But Effie, I feel like Reek would fucking take Effie out, and then it'd be on some shit where like Lauren still didn't accept that nigga because yo, now I know you a killer, nigga, because what you do to her. And on some other, on some other shit, yo, Effie, you been an op since day one. Yeah, you always act. Like you was down and you was on some sneaky shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just fucked up too because for Effie, 
all the shit that me and you've been talking about doing all this shit, I've been telling you, like, yo, me and you could be like my mom or my dad, but better. Nigga, I'm going to follow you to Stanford when you go. Shit, I'm going to pull up, too. You do your robotics thing. I just took you to Italy, not because you my girl, but because, yo, I thought you could really be an asset to the deal that we were about to pull off. And you were. And and because you my girl. And because you my girl. But you also, like. And I know how, how this robotic shit is important to yeah. you. And matter of fact, what your professor told you is what sealed that the deal. That was the fucking asset that I needed you to be. Like, I brought you in because I knew you could be useful and not just look like my little girlfriend who I wanted to bring on a trip. And shout out to that nigga kicking some game about that date. Like, yeah, nigga, I can go. We can go to any restaurant any fucking day. Yeah, but nigga, yeah. let's cook. I'm Cause she tried to you. play that nigga. Like, yo, man, <laughs> we had to come to Italy for our first date. Who yeah. said we together? Did <laughs> <laughs> we had this conversation? Yeah, <laughs> yo, um, with uh, with this shit. So Drew and Dog went to the hospital, took the fucking gun situation or the phone, deleted the pictures. I, I thought they was going to give me an old to OG power and have one of them niggas uh, chew the SIM card like Tommy did. They ain't do that, though. Um, they threw the shit in the sewer, bent it up, threw the phone in the sewer. Do you think that's the last of that? Because I'm like. I do. Because, like. I mean. How would, like. How would they know to go look for some shit? In the sewer. Yeah. Like, right, yeah. like how would you know? Uh, and but, the SD card. Like, one, the SIM card being chewed up means nothing. Yeah, facts. If it's in the cloud, it's in the cloud. Like. But I'm like SIM cards do not hold pictures This is a little burner CI phone You know what I'm saying Like SIM how much did he do with this SIM cards do not hold pictures Yeah it's in the phone Now Just cause you broke the phone in half My nigga That don't nothing. mean shit. Just delete the fucking pictures Yeah um, And he did that But I'm like Ooh do we got like a double trash on the phone Nigga do you gotta go in there and delete forever Who the fuck knows nigga uh, But The good thing with it is They at least got rid of the most damning evidence For the moment So the DA motherfuckers would have to go looking for it And he did it. He yeah, died. he died. So he can't tell his side of the story. But we don't know if he said anything before this. Like, was we, he out? Was he in a coma? I don't know. Yeah. Um. But salute to Drew and to to the G nigga for at least going to take care of that business. Because again, that should have been Kane who grabbed that nigga phone when he ran over there. But he grabbed a fucking gun so they could resell it, make some more damn money, man. Um. Noma told Reek when they was in Italy. Yo, you know what? Y'all passed my test. Consider me y'all official plug now. Like, I like how you moving. Now I got you here. We in Italy. Let me put you on this espionage mission. Oh, boy, but like, I told you this one was smart. Yeah. And it's like, word. You, nigga? Word. <laughs> really, nigga. But they go to this 1% nigga house, um, do this whole meeting shit. Tariq gets them in there because, hey, I'm with Chris from The Wire, so we gonna do that. Um, he the one percent. We can get into this party, this exclusive shit, because they going to look for this listening device that Mecca apparently planted, however long ago. Man. Hey, listen up, dog. There's a spy shop on Southfield Road. Okay, have you seen this spy shop? It's been there at least twenty some odd years. Talking about like right around like the freeway. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, their listening device is big as fuck. Yeah. It don't, they don't, it's not that 1970. Yeah, nah, true, true. Like, you don't need nothing like that. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a, and it was kind of slightly ridiculous uh, how they found it, though. Yeah, fam. First of all, I'm thinking at minimum, they would have went in there with like a device of their own to like find some shit like that, right? Don't fuck up the cleaning frequency. crews there. You mean not, no, no, not they've never dusted behind that desk or up under that desk. Come on, man. Come on, man. 
Come on. Come have on. Big ass listening device. Come on. And you don't have the technology. It's only physically recorded to the car in there. Yeah. It's not wireless. Yeah. Now, nigga, did you know? In the 60s and early 70s, um, I forget which country it was, had given us a wooden plaque and it had a listening device inside a wooden plaque. America. I feel like I've heard this. It had a listening plaque inside, uh, inside of it and it did not have an electrical charge or it was not covered. That motherfucker, they was listening remotely mm. for like seven years. Wow. In the State Department, the whole nine yards. My nigga, you do not have to physically put something somewhere. Yeah. And that was 50 fucking years ago. Yeah. No, I don't. I, and we're talking about some of the richest motherfuckers on the no. planet, right? Y'all could have did a lot smoother fucking job than this. I also, and somebody mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but now they keep doing it. Fam, I need a Mecca backstory, bro. Because y'all are making this nigga sound like the most interesting motherfucker in the world, dog. He sold dope guns, had all the money. Was in the army. Was in the army, met uh, Lobos, was a motherfucking CI. Lobos trained him to be a CI. Like, dog, I need to know what he was on, bro. Because y'all are making this. I need a low-key Mecca and a Noma backstory. Because she out here letting everybody hit. And going with everybody, having babies with everybody, getting engaged to everybody. I need to know about their life, bro. Nigga, where your daughter? Fam. How you a deadbeat mom? Nigga, you so bitch. <laughs> like, where is your daughter, though, in real life? Like, so, yeah, man. Um, Now that Lauren's out, now that people know. Well, she went back to the house. Oh, yeah, she went back to the house, but, like, she been outside officially. I feel like once that seal got broken, I don't really know how you stop her from continuing to do shit like Sex what she Sex is did. the wild card. We don't know what Sex about to do. Yeah. Does he go to Davis and, 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 and destroy? Like, we don't know what Sax about Cause to do. Because Sax's whole shit up to this point has been, yo, if I can get Davis's brother out, he'll trust me enough that I can maybe get on the inside and tie him to whatever criminal shit Monet and Tariq and them is doing. I don't understand police. <laughs> like, I understand beat cop police. Right. Like, you think you're doing something... And you you actually are, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But like these DA and drug niggas and shit, she like, we gotta do this before we end up like um like Whitman. Yeah. Y'all don't have to do this. Yo, them having <laughs> drinks like and like morning Whitman after y'all just told that nigga he was a crazy obsessed fuck and, and like, kicked him off the squad. That he, was funny. You yelling at sex to get something like what you want me to make something up? Come on, man. If the nigga don't say nothing, he don't say nothing. Can't get shit, bro. Give a fuck if you angry or upset. Yeah. We gonna end up like Whitman. Nigga, you are manufacturing things. And, nigga, Whitman ended up like Whitman because Whitman was obsessed, nigga. He was everything y'all said he was when y'all kicked him off the fucking little squad, nigga. We know he didn't do that. Why the fuck he was in that house? Fam. He broke in that house. Fam. He literally broke in. And while you inside of my home, I'ma shoot your dumb ass. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if they didn't whatever story that she's making. Yeah. I don't got to. You, it's a restraining order against you. Yeah, you broke my fucking rearview mirror the whole nine hour, and you inside of my home. Yeah, you deserve it. Now, you got so, what you deserve. Something that did happen. Um, at the beginning, Monet told or Davis told Monet, "Hey, we need to get rid of that fucking file. Uh, that Whitman that we got stole from Whitman that he requested about Zeke shooting that had Lorenzo's fucking thumbprint on there, a partial print." Sack seen it. Sack seen it up in Davis's little low key locked up desk or whatever. Um, so now Sack's got a little more information because when they find Lorenzo dead, 
how Monet did it. It's going to tie back. And um, it ain't going to take much to tie Whitman, Monet, Lorenzo did all to that file, man. So interesting shit to come, man. Um, Now that Noma officially wants Reek and the crew to be her, her plug, but Reek then found out that Effie did this shady shit and clearly he going to have a fucking attitude about it. Well, he was also basically saying that, you know, I want to get out the game. Yeah. And I want to, you know, we're going to do some shit, get some money, and then we can get the fuck on. But Noma basically saying, no, nigga, it's about to be a long partnership. You're yeah. not going nowhere. And we all know it's so easy to fucking extort Tariq and make him do whatever the fuck you <laughs> want to do. Facts. Ain't been a new character on this motherfucker who ain't demanded he do something or else since. Well, here's the thing, though, dog. Y'all niggas replaced a motherfucker who was knowingly working with the criminals and the feds and nobody was telling him to slow down. And he was getting hundreds of millions while he was doing it. Fam, you think Noma going let her replacement go after the nigga got killed? Also, y'all got Tariq yeah. on videotape leaving Dante's apartment which the I night he was shot. Which I, or no, going in there. Yeah, yeah, like right before the shot. What y'all waiting on, fam? I I need. I don't know why Blanca hadn't dropped this yet, like, but I also for, need them to tie in the fact that Monet went up there thirty minutes earlier, nigga. That that's all you got. So I would take them niggas off the street, put them in prison, yeah. and then tap everybody's tap everybody's phone because yeah. they're gonna be talking about. Yeah, you think they're gonna find out that? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And y'all don't know what happened. No clue. No clue. Effie did all that shit. No, no Rico. Effie just a fucking. The wild part is if you Tariq. Hey, look at the elevator footage because I heard a gun when I was on the elevator, nigga. I didn't know what happened. And you're like, I ain't killed a motherfucking dog. I was on the elevator and you can time that up with the time he got killed. But if you see but the elevator go up, goes directly to his apartment, though. Well, yeah, he for sure went to the penthouse. So it's like, so when you got there, minimum, you've been. Uh, so when you when you went up there, yeah. the killer must have still been yeah. there. Yeah, no, minimum, this is an obstruction of justice charge on Reek. Did you walk in and see the dead body, then leave and not say anything? No, because we have you never leaving the building on camera. That's the thing. You and Monet, even though they ain't showed Monet or even mentioned that she was on that camera, but y'all are both on camera entering the building. But y'all went out that back hidden way that uh, Mecca told Monet about that she told Drew and them about. So yeah, you don't even know what floor I went to. to. Come on, they probably know when a nigga hit the pounds, but no, maybe, maybe, maybe. But if I'm Tariq, hey, yeah, no, nah, I know some people live in this building, nigga. Or matter of fact, they don't live here no more. How about that, nigga? Um, that was episode five, man. What you think uh, might happen the second half of this show, bro? Like, this oh, season's they, starting to turn up a little bit. You think they're doing a season, a episode eight break? Or is it an episode? They usually do a break and they be gone for like. For a week. Is um, that episode eight or is that going to be episode after this one? Episode five. So, in the past, it's been that, that week between nine and ten. Yeah. But in recent years, um, they did it with BMF. They did it with uh, Kanan. It was after episode five. They just randomly took a fucking break. Well, they showed us a preview for next week. So, yeah. Oh, shit. We got to watch that. All right. Patreon. Uh, about to give you all a little reaction joint, man. But another good fucking episode of Power, man. I, yeah. I think I like the direction that they're going. I like the pace that they're going. They finally starting to like... Shit's connecting and it's making sense and it's making the show a lot more fucking easy to digest. Um, 
with Lauren making herself known to Tariq and to Sax, don't really know what direction we going, man. Uh, still got to see what happens with Diana and the weird T.A. nigga. Yo, it's so weird that a person can be a victim of attempted murder. Yeah. The person says, this is the person who did it, and this is what happened at night, and y'all don't press charges. No. That seems like, that seems like a miscarriage of justice. Fam, because you're trying to tie the attempted murder from Effie, who was the attempted murderer, you're trying to tie it to Brayden which you can and do, Kane. Which you can do while they're actively sitting in prison. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, oh, what you think is... Seven weeks later, they just go. You not even. You don't even got phone taps. And here's the thing: putting Lauren in witness protection is fine. Y'all don't have to have people thinking she did, bro. Like y'all don't even have no wiretaps, no phone taps. Like, so how do you expect to get this information? But you they wanna, can be in prison, and you can still be investigating. You want to tie Braden and Kane to the crimes y'all initially had Lauren uh, recording and snitching for in the first place? When in reality, yo. Y'all got an open and shut attempted murder case, bro. It's right here. I got a witness, nigga. Come on, fam. Me. <laughs> Me. If you like, got to add Tariq to it later, you can. Yeah. After testimony. After they yeah. get in there and get arrested and start yeah. snitching. But once they went that Rico direction, the DA chick lost all give a fuck about that attempted murder, nigga. Because now we trying to tie everybody in. And she know for a fact everybody wasn't involved in that, man. She's just trying to go with something she could prove. And... She trying to prove it against the nigga she wants to arrest. She don't got no beef with Effie. You know what I'm saying? Effie ain't a big enough fish for her. So this shit don't really matter. Lauren don't even really matter until she can tie in all the other niggas that she thinks is involved with Lauren's murder. So, or attempted murder. Um, Yo, man. Good ass episode, man. Uh, Really enjoyed the last two weeks of Power Ghost. I want them to keep going in this direction. Um, Even this week, you know how I thought this shit was good. Or how I knew it was good because with all that Italian unnecessariness, I still didn't feel like it took away from me being entertained by this episode, man. I thought it was snatching Effie too. I did think that would happen. Pretty girl um, privilege got her out of there, though. I'm not a hundred percent convinced that they wouldn't have killed Brayden the way they was beating that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm also pretty sure that uh Effie did some little strange shit for the for the tour. I mean tour of the private paint. She walked shit. off with dog. Coupled like, up I'm security And it's a scantily clad woman Who wanna yeah. do some extra shit Oh okay, Well you know And I really showed her The shit she was looking for That she shouldn't have seen Nigga you gonna have to earn that privilege man. Barrier of injury is you know. Hey man Let us know what y'all thought About this week's episode of Power Let us know what y'all Yo the Black Elon Musk is crazy First bro. of all nigga I thought that was Dr. Dre. Let's start there. <laughs> Let's start there. Yo, man, hit us up this week in culture pod at gmail.com. Um, send your voice notes there. Hit us on the social this week in culture across everything. Until next week, I'm at that's Jay. Happy birthday to my dog. We out.